Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. You know, I've been focused on the concept of reinventing. And uh, as we look at the church at large, we, we see that what was comfortable, you know, what... Uh, I guess we took for granted over the years in past that has now been kind of stripped away that, that, you know, all things become new. And today we're faced with this incredible opportunity to reinvent what our future is going to be. Not many people get to do that, but we do because of the name of Jesus, because of who we are in him. Now, I've titled this message Fireproof. Fireproof because what we're going to build is going to stand up against anything. It's going to stand up against anything that can be thrown at it. If you've ever seen the devastation of a bushfire, you know you know it's black, it's, it's charred, it's smouldering, a bit of smoke, you know, it's just no life. But then a few weeks later, a couple of months later, all of a sudden it's, it's green again and it's fresh life and it's regrowth. And, you know, I believe that's the, uh, that's the plan of God for our lives, no matter what happens. In the darkest of nights, there's always that regrowth. There's always that, that life that will spring forth uh, in him. And we also have the added benefit now of understanding where our, our weaknesses are and how you know, uh, we can use this opportunity to make our weaknesses stronger than ever before. The only qualifier, and who knows, there's always a qualifier, right? The only qualifier is we allow the God process. We adhere to the God process. And we must reinvent God's way, not our way, God's way. And God's process has proven, you know, to work in every time. But we are faced with a cost. It's like everything, isn't it? It, Nothing's free. We want this, we're going to go for that, we're going to have that, and that's good, that's wonderful, but we must understand there's a cost. I laugh at that new ad on TV. Who's seen that new ad on TV about, um, you know, cyclone-proofing your house? Have you seen that one, that new insurance company? They've got all the fans on it and they've got debris flying at the house and they're saying, you know, we'll build your house better than it was before. We'll, we'll make it cyclone-proof, storm-proof, c- catastrophe-proof. But what they don't tell you is the cost. They'll do it. Oh, yeah. But you don't know the cost. You think, well, okay, why don't they just build houses like that in the first place? Why don't they just build houses in cyclone areas that are cyclone-proof and be done with it? Well, because the cost. It's too expensive to build those houses cyclone-proof. We've got to understand in everything there is a cost. What we're talking about tonight is 
building a believer so strong, so strong that in every area of your life, you will flourish if you're prepared to pay the cost. See, if you look in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, we see three things in this God process. Three things in the God process that will fireproof your life. Fireproof your life every time. Let's look at it. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. What's that? Cost. Cost. Holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let's have a look. I've got three things out of that passage of Scripture. The first one in verse 2, you've got to find what works. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Another translation says, do not be fashioned according to this world. And one definition of the word fashion is the custom or style of dress, manners, etc., of a particular time. Of a particular time. And so I asked the question, am I looking for what works or for what is fashionable in this time? Because you're going to be hit with both. You're going to be hit with both. You're going to be hit with what works here on a Sunday and you're going to be hit with what's fashionable every other day. And in that, you've got to choose. And there's a cost in choice. But if you take what works, if you find what works, you'll never fail. I'm told in this generation that this generation won't accept truth, that they will, you know, question everything. Question everything. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. We shouldn't just be led along, you know, like lambs. You know, we, we need to question things, get it right in their own mind, you know, understand what, what truth is. If you're already building on a foundation that works, See, that's the qualifier. Yeah, question everything. Investigate, you know, find out, you know, shake that, rattle that. That's okay, provided that the foundation you're on works. (coughs) Paul gives us his interpretation of the the foundation that we know works in Philippians 4 verse 8. He says, finally, brothers and sisters... Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. Why? Because that's the foundation that works. That's the foundation that works. If we're going to fireproof our lives for the future, then we have to get the foundation right. We have to build on a foundation, not on what is fashionable. 
not what this hour, this generation, this time says is truth. I mean, if you look at the education system in this day and age, see, when I, you know, long time since I've been to school, let me tell you, and the days that I were there, let me tell you, the days that I were there, um, they just taught us the basics, reading, writing, and arithmetic, you know. Three R's, I used to say, but I could never figure out how arithmetic was an R. But anyway, there's mysteries in this world. But that was the foundation. That was what we built on. And over the decades, as I've not been really involved in the education you know, industry, but sort of look from afar, I've noticed that it's, it's changes all the time. There's this new thing, and we're going to do it this way, and then there's, you know, sort of NAPLAN came in. I don't even know what that means, NAPLAN. But apparently, by the news bulletin, that's not working either now. Well, why are they doing that? Because they, they're not building on a foundation that works. It's what's trendy in the time. It's what's trendy in this day and age. doesn't mean it works. It just means it's fashionable. We have to build on truth. You know, they've gone after all these new trends, but I've noticed that at the cash register, many don't know what change to give unless the machine tells them. I mean, how scary is that? Grade 12 students who graduate, a machine's got to tell them how much to change to give out of a dollar. That's scary, folks. Why? Because there's no foundation. What they're building on doesn't work. That's why truth is so important. Truth is so valuable. God's word is so valuable to us because we know it works. We can build on this. May not be trendy. As a matter of fact, you'll find it even at times offensive to this world. But the truth's the truth. <clears throat> Christianity, let's get the right foundation. Love God, love people, and then we can build from there. The second thing is we need to commit to the process. Have a look in verse 2. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you look at this word transformed, in this application, it's talking about metamorphosis. Now, again, those days I did actually turn up for school. I did learn that there is a process of metamorphosis when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Is that true? Correct me if I'm wrong. That's what metamorphosis is. And I remember as a kid, um, the big thing was um, silkworms. Who knows about silkworms? Does anyone have those? Uh, do they still have silkworms? They probably don't. Hey, listen, if you want a business venture, get onto it because you'll suck every kid in. You'll make a fortune. But we used to get an old shoebox, punch a few holes in it, and uh, you'd buy these silkworms, throw in some mulberry leaves, and they'd eat the mulberries and then, you know, they'd start to spin the silk and make a cocoon. And, um, you know, that would sit for a while. Then 
then the metamorphosis would take place and then a moth would come out of the cocoon, lay the eggs, then when the eggs hatched, you had silkworms again. The cycle of life, you know, complete. Well, it kept us busy for a few hours anyway. We didn't have a lot of TV back then. So, you know, watching silkworms eat was quite amazing. For every believer, there is a transformation taking place through the God process that we have to commit to. See, it's not something that's a given because you come to church. It's not something that, you know, because you said the sinner's prayer that now that process is, is, hap- <coughs> is happening. No, it's not. It's something we have to commit to. And again, here comes the cost. The cost. And you'll know, the Holy Spirit will show you. There'll be things that happen in your daily life where kind of that used to be okay, but now you're feeling like, you know what, I feel a bit awkward about that. And then we commit to the process, the God process, and we go, you know what, I'm not doing that anymore. Might be all right for other people, but for me, I'm not doing that anymore. What's happening? Transformation. Transformation in the cocoon of our heart. That's what happens. Now, what happens if we ignore that? If we say, ah, no, I'm not doing that. No, 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 that's cool. Everyone's doing it. I'll do it. That's cool. That's fine. Well, that's not committing to the process. (coughs) Nothing changes from there. Nothing gets better. It's what takes place in the cocoon that enables the butterfly to fly. And it's what takes place in the heart of the believer that causes them to be victorious. Not just favourable circumstances. See, we think if we're living a relatively peaceful life, we're in victory. Not necessarily. Just means nothing's hit us yet. You don't look excited. You know, we're called to be victorious. The only way we're going to be victorious is it's this transformation, this metamorphosis in our heart, you know, the process, we commit to it, and God builds us from glory to glory, stronger and stronger. You know what I love about Christianity? It's one of the things that attracted me to Christianity. I don't know, uh, you know, it's the same for everybody, but for me... It was the strong moral and ethical code that we're encouraged to live. Because I wasn't a very moral or ethical person before I found Christ. And there was some honour in it. There was something honourable about saying, I'm a Christ follower. And there was a cost attached to that that I was prepared to pay. It's called committing to the process. And it's our first witness to the world. You say you're a Christian, you do something left or right, they'll point it out to you. Is that true? You better believe it. Why? 
Why? Because they know that there's a process we've committed to that should equal a certain result. And if that result's not there, they know you're not real. They know you're a hypocrite. That's what the world calls you, not me. And Jesus taught us in Mark 8, 34, he said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. What's that about? Cost and process. Take up your cross, be transformed. That's the metamorphosis of your, of your heart. All of this is the God process that should be taking place every day in our life as a Christ follower. Every day. And some of the signposts, you say, well, yeah, I think I did that. I'm pretty sure I've, I've allowed that God process. You know, I've, I've committed to it. I'm pretty sure about that. Well, there's some signposts in God. And the questions are, you know, do I tell the truth? Do I tell the truth? Am I kinder than I used to be? Am I faithful? You know, is my word my bond? Like, you know, if I say it, you can rely on me. Why? I'm a Christian. Am I more selfless? Or have I got my rights? Am I, am I generous? Am I forgiving? You see, these are just the signposts that say, you know what? There's a God process happening here. There's a transformation happening in that believer's heart. I know that bloke. I know how he used to be. And I know how he is today. And I've got to tell you, to be honest, he's a different person. It's not more complicated than that. You don't need a degree to understand this. You just need to allow that God process to be happening every day, every day, every day. You find what works, which is that solid foundation. You commit to the process, which is the, the transformation. And then number three tonight, number three, you exercise your strength. You exercise your strength. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. Be able to test and approve. Exercise your strength and make it through the fire. See, that's the goal, folks. That's the goal. This, this is the place to be. This is where you overcome everything that comes against you. When, when you can stand up and test and approve to every situation and circumstance that Jesus is still Lord, he's still on the throne, and I'm still, you know, surrendering my life to him without question. James chapter 1, verse 2 and 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith, what is that? The testing of your faith produces perseverance. 
which is the transformation. Let perseverance finish its, its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What's that? Fireproof. You reach a point where you're fireproof. That nothing's going to rattle you that comes against you. Nothing is going to push you back because you've got the God process operating in your life and you're being proved and tested and coming up victorious. You can't beat that. You can't earn that. But it costs. Costs. That's the goal. That's where we need to be. That's living a victorious life. A victorious life. That's the person that makes it through the fire. That's the person that's standing on the other side. That's the butterfly free from the cocoon. The testing of your faith. So you find what works. The perseverance as you commit to the process. And being mature and complete, you exercise your strength. You reach a place where you're so confident in God in you that nothing pushes you around. Nothing overwhelms you. Nothing pushes you. This thing happens, that thing happens. Yeah, okay. My God is greater. He's proven in the past. You know, he's, he's no novice at this. I've been through this with him before and we've come up victorious. It's very simple. It's a three-step process that brings you victorious. <coughs> and the key phrase in verse 2 of this passage of Scripture is, it's, is by the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind. We've got to start to think differently. Think differently from the bombardment of information that we cop every week. Got to get rid of the old way of thinking, get rid of the negativity, get rid of the disappointment. Who knows? That, who knows? That adds up after a while. Disappointment upon disappointment upon disappointment. Man, that's heavy to carry around. That is heavy to carry around. And start to get excited that our God is for us and not against us. Start to get I love uh, Pastor Paul's message this morning. You know, to stir up that faith. You know, to get back to that childlike, childlike faith. That, you know, that, and, and I love what he said about, you know, kids think that their, their father's a billionaire. They will ask for everything. Not hesitate, not hold back and go, oh, I don't know what they're doing. No, hey, Dad, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? I love that, that childlike approach to it, to just be bold enough to go, you know what, my God, if he, if he is prepared to send his son to die for me upon a cross, then he's not going to desert me when a trial comes against me. He's not going to do it. Why? As I've always said, you can have what you want. You just have to build it. And here's the thing. He's not going to do it for you. He's going to do it with you. 
And there's a, and you know, this is so important. You've got to get this. Because I hear people praying all the time, oh, God, you know, deliver me from this or take that from me or, or change that circumstance. Yeah, and God can do that. He is sovereign. You know, that's absolute. But the truth is he would rather build you in that process. He would rather say, okay, let's have a miracle. But we're doing this together. Because you know what? There's a cost there's a cost that you need to pay so that you learn the lesson and you become fireproof. Because he's interested in far more than just taking your problems away. He wants you to rule and reign victorious in life. So I want to declare tonight that you might be thinking, you know, pretty much hit the bottom with what we've gone through over the last season or whatever pretty much we've hit the bottom and you know what I just want to declare tonight that it's all up from here that we're going to reinvent our future different but we're going to use the God process to get us there not rely on our own understanding not rely upon our own desires and our own way of doing things, our independence and our well, whatever that is, whatever that stronghold is that, that blocks the God process in your life, we're not going to rely on that from tonight. From tonight, we're going to apply the God process, the transformation. We've got the sure foundation because we're here. We've got to commit to the process the metamorphosis in our heart. And whatever area it is, whatever area it is, we're going to go, God, we're walking through this together and we're going to be victorious. We're going to be victorious. We're going to come to that point of maturity as a believer, not, a, not just attendee at a church, but mature as a believer. And we'll pay the cost. But we'll be fireproof. 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 Let me pray for you. Father, tonight, as we come around this word, as we're, as we're listening, Lord, to you speak into our hearts. And Lord, I know what you want for everyone. You want the absolute best for everyone in this room tonight the absolute best. But it's not going to be a click of the finger and it's not going to be just a miracle that's going to bring that to pass. It's, it's going to be a, a God process where you walk with us hand in hand, where you guide us, where we submit to your teaching and understanding and we allow you by your Holy Spirit to guide us to that place of victory and strength where we can be proved and tested and come up shining every time. It starts tonight. We declare that before your throne tonight. We humble our hearts and we declare that before your throne tonight. And we thank you for the opportunity we have now to reinvent what our future will be. A glorious, amazing future with you as the king on the throne. 
And for that, we give you praise. For that, we give you praise. Come on, let's put our hands together and give him praise. Thanks, Dan.